Okay. Hi and welcome to Taps Off. It's me, Campbell. Uh, I'm back here with Mary, who, if you remember the first beer podcast that came out almost a year ago now, which is kind of a terrifying idea. Um, she was on it. She's the bacon rashers expert. I <laughs> 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 love bacon. <laughs> That's who you may know. Her. She's brought Tesco today, which I don't think is your favourite. No, um, no. From what I remember. Anyway, guys, um, we are going to have three beers. We're going to do a wee tasting. We're going to discuss them. We're going to discuss snacks. We're going to discuss anything, really, to be honest, <laughs> to fill up the time. This is basically just a very weird insight into how me and Campbell catch up with each other. Yeah, so it's a lot of just random conversations. Expect twists. It'll be like an M. Night Shyamalan movie all the way through. <laughs> 40 or 50 twists, one every five minutes. Oh like, I really like that. Oh, wait, I don't. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll provide a good insight. So, uh, welcome to the podcast, I guess. And uh, here we go. So for those of you that remember that song, that was Christmas number one in Ireland in 2010, I believe. Um, they went against the X Factor, the hilarious Rubber Bandits. Um, I'm a big fan, I'm a big fan. What are you thinking of the Rubber Bandits? I mean, you showed them to me like two weeks ago. I'd never heard of them before. Mm. I find that song very entertaining. Christmas number one in Ireland, I think. Maybe. I might be wrong, but we don't come here for facts, <laughs> do we? <laughs> so anyway, well, let's get on to the first beer. So um, this first beer is uh, the Dea Senescence. Um, it is a New England IPA, 6.5% ABV, and uh, brewed by Dea, which is one of the most popular breweries in England. Anytime uh, any of my favourite beer shops have had Dea in, in the past, it's sold out just like that. Like there's people from London trying to buy it because it's difficult to get hold of some of the cans. Um, not so how much I know. <laughs> not, like, yes, not, okay. not so much now. Um, they they are more popular and now they're. I think they're just producing more. I think they basically had a small scale operation before. Although ah, we don't come here for facts, do we? Our <laughs> new catchphrase: Don't come here for facts. <laughs> we do, we don't come here for facts. Um, what I will say is the can looks pretty cool. That's so my insight so far. Yeah. So their logo is a. Uh, I think it's a crocodile. It might be an alligator. Um, so what are you thinking What's of the, the can so far? What's the difference between a crocodile and an alligator? I <laughs> I'm going to Google it right now. This is going to be my contribution. I'll just get up to Google I'll it. never remember seeing a meme, basically. And it was like the shape of their jaw. And it was like right. um, crocodiles would find it harder to eat a baby. <laughs> because they, they've got like a different shape in the jaw. <laughs> right. How I may have to made tell that. an alligator from a crocodile? Wait. What's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Mm-hmm. Snout shape. Oh, yes, see, alligators, I was almost there. Alligators have a wider U-shaped snout, while crocodile front ends are more pointed and V-shaped. <laughs> crocodile front end. So this is a crocodile, right? This is a crocodile. Um, we can we can tell that's a V-shape, right? But I think I think it's maybe from the front you can see whether they've got it in. As in, like, oh, right, okay, like from if like you're the looking top, from the top, top down it's like view point, on a yeah. crocodile. I Wh- think this is a crocodile. Why would you call it a front end? <laughs> <laughs> crocodile front end. Sorry. Oh, and it's oh, it's also um, crocodiles live in saltwater habitats, while alligators hang out in freshwater marshes and lakes. 
What about Nile crocodiles? Because the Niles are river. Oh, I don't know. Don't <laughs> are they me. really alligators? And people just Maybe. call them crocodiles because they don't know. Is it a Nile? Sorry, Nile alligator. Nile crocodile. Oh, okay. Alligator. Is it no, Nile salt water? I'm so confused. <laughs> Nile crocodile. Sorry. No, it's, it's, it's besides the point. We're here to talk about <laughs> right. beer. Right, cool. Anyway, yeah. what, do, what do you think of the can? What do you think of the... Like, it's definitely eye-catching. <laughs> I don't think it looks like a lot of cans that you'd see. I, would get, I guess craft beers, though, are getting more kind of like interesting with all their designs and stuff. Yeah. But I think it looks quite eye-catching. It kind of looks quite childlike, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, to describe the can to somebody, it's basically, it's got a bunch of different pictures of hops, like kind of cartoon... Um, they're like all one colour, so there's not there's not a great amount of detail in it. Uh, mixed in with alligators and I, they shapes. kind of they kind of look a little bit like shapes of like coral and stuff. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It kind of looks a bit coral like. I, I know for sure these are. I, th- I think these are supposed to be hops. I don't know for sure. More facts with Campbell. Yeah, um, I don't know what these are. I, these they they kind of look like flowers or bits of coral or yeah. like seaweed or something. I don't know why because there's nothing about the description of it that makes it. Yeah, it's pretty simple though, and like the. Um, the font and stuff, it just looks like bubble writing that you do in kind of primary school. Yeah. It's nice, though. It's yeah, it sounds like you're slagging it off. I th- like, <laughs> I, 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 I'd I look do at like the can. It. I'd pick up the can because it looks quite fun. And it's also a bigger can than usual, 500 mil. So a lot of craft beer cans are only 440. Yeah, they're so quite you get small. an extra 60 milliliters. Oof, that extra. Um, so Dea is from Cheltenham. I don't think I mentioned that. Do you know what else is from Cheltenham? GCHQ. To keep us safe. Sometimes. Sometimes. I don't really know what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. That looks beautiful. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> We're just playing chess with the, the yeah, glasses you've, you've across the table. Yeah, you just missed us doing that awkward. You know, when you go into like, you're walking towards someone and they're walking towards you and you both step the same way. We just did that with the glasses. <laughs> managed to do that with the glasses. Um, so looking at it, it's uh, it looks, it's cloudy. It's what I'd expect from a New England IPA, to be honest. Yeah, it's quite light. A regular IPA is kind of, they're Lock. more transparent, Yeah. clear. Now well, it's, it's nice and fruity. Yeah, it says it is crisp, clean, and it mentions the hops that it uses, which are uh, Nelson Sauvin and Motueka from New Zealand, perhaps. It says New Zealand hops, but I don't know if New Zealand hops are... Oh, no, no, that is, that is what the hops are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, d- I just mm-hmm. didn't read the whole one sentence description. <laughs> given me it's literally a line on the can. And Campbell still hasn't read it all the way through. Um, yeah, so it's described as tropical and limey and juicy. So I think my are you my going for a taste? Or, yeah, I'm just going to get up new notes. I've got extra notes on ratebeer.com. Right? Oh, so we've got a, someone from Scotland. Oh. here. Can from House of Trembling Madness. It pours cloudy bright gold with a decent fluffy white head. The aroma is fresh and bright green fruits, white grape, kiwi, green gauge, splash of limeade, pineapple chunks, and tang. That's quite a lot. There's, that's that's like a quarter of the review. That's in depth. That yeah. they they are. I wish I could have said it was gold with a fluffy. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's got that that can is a hundred and ninety five calories. Not that it matters, but you know. <laughs> if anybody's just watching your calories, don't I'm drink craft beer. <laughs> get lots of information on this website. It's great. Um, overall, it says ninety six, and I'm assuming that's out of a hundred. It doesn't you say. It just so, says overall ninety six. Craft craft beer drinkers like to confuse you. And it's saying ninety one for style. Okay. 
don't know what that means. 91 out of the New England IPAs is kind of like the... They're ranked in their own... Are like they? Each style. Well, each style, I assume, is ranked in its own category. So it's 91 in terms of, like, compared to the other style. Or the mm. rest of I'll just... I'll style. take your... I, we probably should have done more research on this before, to be fair. But to be honest, um, I, think it's, I think it's more raw. We've asked the people... So it's Ask the people in inverted commas. We've looked at a website that gives us <laughs> people's reviews of the beer. We've looked at one review <laughs> one from review. somebody else from Scotland. So that's all you need, really. Facts. Right, let's let's taste this right. bad boy and see what it's like. That's really fruity. Mm. That reminds me of you know that tropical juice you get in the supermarkets. The aftertaste is it's really kind of tropical. like kind of kind a of a bit like lint. 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 <laughs> lint chocolate. Lint, I meant lint. I was thinking like lint out of a, a, a dryer. <laughs> that lilt. as well, yeah, we're yeah. really selling lilt. this. Yeah. Kind of has like an aftertaste of lilt. It's quite nice. Oh, it does. It yeah. does though. It's if you let like it sit in your mouth afterwards, it tastes a bit like lilt. Not lint. It's a, <laughs> it's a bit like flat. Kind of like a non-fizzy lilt. Yeah. I feel like I'm drinking really nicely. <laughs> This is really in-depth analysis, uh, which is what you guys have come here for. <laughs> so, what 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 snack are you feeling with this? Are the snacks? Well, because it's quite, fr- it's kind of like an appley fruity. It's like quite crisp. Mm. Um, so just just for context, I went to Tesco's today and I bought some Pringles because they were on offer. So we've got the options are salt and vinegar, original. We've got Tesco's bacon rashers, and we've also got some. Satsiki because it was on <laughs> it was on discount. Um, I like a bargain. Um, so I don't know. What do you feel? Do you feel like going for the salt and vinegar? I feel like that might I be f- a I weird like pairing. No, I, I feel like the salty is going to cut through the. I think it might work. They might be too salty. Too kind of similar in terms of like. I'm waiting for you to end that sentence. <laughs> like this is this isn't sweet. No. I put sweet with salty. So, but this, ah, words. Sorry, <laughs> I this, this is a difficult one. Um, do you know what I'm going to do? Is I'm going to open both. Open cans, all of them. Open up everything. And we're going to try we'll, them yeah, all. With yeah, the, that works. That works. And find the best snack pairing. Oh, the sounds on this is great. Right. Pop till you just can't stop for what they say. Please stop. <laughs> I'm loving all these sound effects. Sorry, people, I'm just trying not to eat my Pringles into the microphone. So a bit ASMR, though. If you're after ASMR, that's what you get. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. If you don't want it, then. <laughs> don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> it's me tasting some beer. <laughs> I feel like this is probably a bad idea, wasn't it? Right. So I'm going to try it with the salt and vinegar. We should probably do the same crisp at the same time, but... <laughs> just the camel's just been showering down on what's been going on. Just to describe what's happened there is basically we've opened all the snacks and we've just started going at them. <laughs> no rhyme, no reason. The slightly sweet vinegary flavour with the kind of apple flavour of the beer is a bit, of, a bit of a weird combination, I think. I'm not sure that pairs very well. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's some weird similarity with it, just because the vinegar's not. That really brings out the flavour of the vinegar and the crisp. Yeah, it really makes weird. it makes the vinegar sweeter. That's quite intense. Yeah, I like that. Do you know it's what? a flavour experience. That really changes what I think of those crisps. Though. Yeah, because sometimes see if I eat a lot of the salt and vinegar crisps, 
Pringles. They kind of burn my mouth a little bit, I'm not going to lie to you. But that's kind of like, it's a sweet flavour. That's the same thing with tropical, though. Like, if you eat a whole packet of pineapple, your tongue will start bleeding. So not something to do with the enzymes, the enzymes in them, yeah. break down things. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> the enzymes break down. Science with Campbell. If you're looking for a science podcast, uh, I'll start one as well. Along with every other podcast under mm-hmm. the sun. So now we're going for the original just now. Original Pringles. I feel eh. like that's kind of a nothing flavour. Eh. Yeah, it's not It's not great. Not a big fan. It kind of takes the flavour out of the original Pringles. They just It's just more of a texture than a taste. Yeah. I, I do feel like, though, that you lose the saltiness and there's just kind of nothing. It's overwhelmed and it's just... I love it the fact that a beer podcast has now turned into a crisp podcast. <laughs> is this a beer podcast or a crisp podcast? Please write in. <laughs> Please let us know. If you go to the jerseymagpie.com forward slash taps off, well, there will be a comment box there. I was we'll just thinking, make a comment box. I was just thinking what I'm going to do with this page on the website because it doesn't exist yet. But once this podcast out, it will exist. And I promise you that. Okay, so last but not least, we're going for the bacon rashers, which I have to say... I have an unhealthy obsession with bacon crisps. I just love bacon flavoured crisps. They're so good. And if you've ever heard I'm the gonna first have a supercut after <laughs> a few episodes that's just you talking about bacon flavoured crisps over and over and over again. I'm gonna save all these in a folder on my computer. If you If you listen to the first podcast, I got a bit overexcited by a beer. It was it was a German ale, if I remember. It was a Schlenkerle. Um, there we go. Which was a, it was a fiery, it was a smoked malt that they used for it, and it tasted a lot like, you got a lot of smoked meat flavours and kind of, and it was bacon rashers. <laughs> and there's a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of clips that didn't make it to the, um, to the uh, final podcast of me going on about how much it tasted like bacon. So if anybody wants a supercut of Mary just talking about crisps, I think you ranked them as well. I think you were like, Sainsbury's is best, but do you know what? Little's quite a dark horse in there. <laughs> I think I did as well. And we were just sitting there like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Bacon crisps are great, okay. Right, sorry, I've not. I've still not tried the bacon crisp for this. I'm just going to do it. Sorry. Just an aside as well. If you're looking for any of these beers, uh, the Grunt and Growler in Old Dumbarton Road in Glasgow... Uh, on <laughs> Old Dumbarton Road in Old Dumbarton Road. It's in there. It's not actually in the street. It's on the street. No. If it's underground, would it be in the street, though? Technically, yes. Under the street. If <laughs> <laughs> <you know. laughs> I don't know about the bacon crisp with this beer. I think it gets lost. The one that brings I out the flavour in the... Do you know what? That salted vinegar, that's a really strange experience. Mm-hmm. I've only ever had that once. and uh, that was You've with told my me fr- this story like three <laughs> times. <laughs> With Golden Wonder, um, and Morgan will be making an appearance at some point uh, in the future of the podcast to talk about Golden Wonder because mm, Golden Wonder. He he was really in, he was really into them with a stout. I'm going back for another salt and vinegar crisp with this beer. I think what I'd say is I think having I would want to have this beer without any snacks, but if I wanted to transform my Pringles experience, I would have the beer with Pringles. The salt and vinegar Pringles. Does that make sense? Because I think on its own, the beer is really nice and it probably doesn't get affected too much. But like it kind of, with all the other crisps, it's a bit meh that we have today. But So out of 10, what are you giving this beer? I'm just going to put you in the spot here. See, I feel like I'm just going to rate everything like a 7. <laughs> I feel like this is more than a 7. This is a I beer that I would happily drink. 
I think I, I could like... drink a lot of this, mm. which is more than I would. I don't think mm. I'd get bored of it. Yeah, no, I don't think Six I'd get bored of it. Be absolutely steaming by the end. Uh, no, I think probably, I would say probably an eight. But I feel like I'll want to change everything once I've tried all of them. So I feel like I'll rank them comparatively to each other. Okay. <coughs> but, for, but for this, you're giving it an eight yeah. on its own. Yeah, and I think if we're if we're going by taste, like if we're going for all of it, like packaging, taste, like all of it, the whole package, mm-hmm. per se, I think it's probably an eight. Like um, it's really if drinkable. We in, if we include the price in that. How much was it? Five pounds seventy-five. Would you pay that? Yeah, I probably would pay that actually. It's enjoyable enough. It, it, like it, I, I'm enjoying it enough to want to pay. It's a really good beer. It's almost a pint. Mm. And almost a pint of this kind of beer. It, you don't you don't need a full pint of that. I would want a pint. You, you could have a full <laughs> pint of it, um, but it's kind of it's your classic craft beer. You'd want mm. a third or a schooner. Yeah, yeah. E- yeah even yeah. a schooner might be too much because we've had what? I'd say like maybe a third of a pint each. I mean that's a half pint at the top. And we didn't we didn't fill all the way so. up, so I think I think maybe a third of a pint each. Yeah, maybe. And that's really enjoyable. That. Yeah. So a beer podcast would not be complete without an old school. German beer, uh, Zeit, <laughs> Siebzehn, Achtzig, since seventeen eighty. So this is an old school brewery. <laughs> Sorry for you my just German. Completely butchered that name. <laughs> I did German, so I, I, my German's you better. You have no excuse. Yeah, my German should be better than that. Schönrammer Dunkel. That is uh, what the next beer is. I think it's Dunkel. I, th- I think that's how you pronounce it. I mean, I've never done German in my life. Do we want to do a... We'll have a, we'll have a lady or a man tell us how to pronounce that. that. Google, Pronunciation. I do have tasting notes here, actually. There's quite a lot of tasting notes, actually, for this one. Um, how, okay, here we go. Here we go. Are you ready for Dunkel? Okay, so... Dunkel. <laughs> Dunkel. 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 This is 40 seconds of this guy just repeatedly saying that. Dunkel. <laughs> okay, we got a slow motion one in there. That's perfect. Dunkel, that'll do. Cool. So um, yeah, so <laughs> what, what, we'll start where we started last time. It's got a picture of people in <laughs> hundreds of years ago. Or maybe not, not hundreds that, of years ago. D- hundreds of years ago. It's <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> a few years people. ago. A thousand years ago. Does it have a date? Nineteen thirteen. Okay, uh, is the so date on the barrel? A so hundred years ago. Years ago. <laughs> <laughs> There's people. Not hundreds they, plural. They look traditionally German. There's a dog, which I like. Um, the bottle is very old school, though. I'm not sure. I'm a big fan of pictures of people on bottles, but it does feel very German. Uh, like, yeah, it, it. Yeah, like the bottle definitely. is a long, thin-necked. Dark brown bottle. Yeah, Dark I mean, brown so the colour and the flavour won't taste with sunlight. <laughs> Genuinely, that's why uh, growlers and a lot of bottles will be dark green or dark brown. So they don't taste of sunshine. That's why Corona's shit, because it's clear. I quite like Corona. <laughs> well, Corona's not shit. There's a time and a place for Corona. Outside in a beer garden with a lime and a bottle of Corona on a sunny day is beautiful. Thank you. I'll defend that till the day I die. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get quite defensive on this podcast. I'm already defensive about my crisp choice. So, um, uh, sorry, off the, off the snacks, back to the beer. Yeah, so it just looks like tradi- a traditional, traditional beer bottle and handmade, um, which is handwerklich in uh, German. There's my pronunciation, and then it says something 1516 there. Um, 
I'm not really sure why they've got so many different years on Well, I'm bottle. assuming that'll be something like like the company was established or the brewing, like the brewer started in uh, that the, year. Yeah, there might have actually been brewing going on at this brewery before this brewery existed since 1516 and this brewery started in 1780. Okay. I think that's the case. Yeah. Um, so it's a private land brewery Schonram, uh, which is... <coughs> Somewhere <laughs> in Germany. Because long, long ago, you could just brew beer whenever you wanted, and there were no food health safety standards. And it's alcohol anyway. It's good disinfectant. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Let's, let's pour a wee glass of it. And meanwhile, I shall get you up uh, an American review. Yeah, let's get, let's get the people. The people are an important <laughs> part of this podcast, because without people... Basically, it has a creamy, smooth mouthfeel. Taste is grainy, semi-sweet, malt, some bread, but more like... More like toasted. Nice grammar. Um, yeah, he says it's quite tasty. So toast rather than bread. <laughs> quite tasty. Nobody no, calls it no, toasted no, no, bread. No, 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 though. Um, like, there is actually... The reason why toast and bread taste different is because when you put bread in the toaster, the sugar is caramelised, so the flavour mm. profile is different because you've got burnt sugar as opposed to the sugar in the bread. So that is why toast tastes different. Mm-hmm. Just but saying. surely the There's smell of bread that's toasted is just the smell of toast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fucking smart hours. Okay. um, Yeah. So reddish brown. Totally agree with. Thin layer. It smells really malty. That's what. That's what I could smell when I was Mm. pouring it. I was quite far away from the glass. I'm not getting bread, but it is malty. I wouldn't have said bread or toast. I don't think. It's got a kind of sweetness to the malt, though. That it is is like toasted bread. It's like you said. It's kind of like a. Well, like, like like the bloke online said. It's like you read. <laughs> like I read, exactly. It's got a caramelly Yeah, smell caramel- to it. and it also like a really caramelly colour, like it's kind of ambery, caramelly sort of. So um do we want to do the tasting notes first or taste it? Oh no, actually yeah, let's do the think. tasting notes because that was that was the anonymous online. Okay, so the tasting notes are dark brown bottom fermented beer. Um it's brewed exclusively with dark and roasted malts. The aroma is fresh, bready, with hints of caramel and toffee. I'm okay. That's what dude, I got. Dude knew um, what he was talking about. Taste is similar, sweet and malty, with notes of fruit and caramel. Finishing with licorice and a touch of vanilla. Mm. Well-balanced and drinkable dark lager. So it's a lager, so Dunkel's a, a dark lager. Okay. I, I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of the time when I read tasting notes for these things, I don't taste a lot of what's going on. I think people t- imagine tastes that they can't taste a lot of the time. I, th- I think in terms of the smells, though, we've mm, pretty much smells, got nailed. I mm-hmm. said caramel, it's malty. It's definitely so like, a, like a uniform opinion on the smell. Mm. It's, it's, it's pretty simple for the smell. See how it tastes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's like artisan bread at the end. You get a bit of like a kind of wholemeal... Cerrado. Whole grain. Whole grain, yeah. Whole grain. Yeah. Mm. I think there does need to be a difference. What's the difference between whole grain and whole meal? Whole, whole meal is whole grain, but milled finer. Okay, so whole, whole grain is like. Whole grain has, whole grain has, has like a grain more full. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Should know that works on a bakery for years. But <laughs> I don't. <laughs> facts with Campbell. <laughs> yeah, we, we get a lot of facts. We do. Nobody's checking them. No. Got a lot of facts. <laughs> Google can check them. Um, so what do you think? 
I'm really intrigued by this one because I think I drank it expecting it to be more kind of ailey just because of the colour and the bottle. But obviously it is still a lager. What I would say about this is all beer is like bread, pretty much. Same ingredients, just in different quantities. This one actually tastes like bread. This feels like... This is kind of like a very German, going back to basics, lager. The weird bit is because it's also quite, like, it's a really savoury taste, but it's not heavy. Like, it's really light. It's kind of, like, watery makes it sound like it's not pleasant to drink. It is pleasant to drink and it's got a strong flavour. But it's, it's not a really lingering flavour. Yeah. Like, it is quite smooth. Does that make sense? That does make sense. I think it's smooth in that it's, like... It's kind of familiar. It does taste like bread. It tastes like something I've had before, mm. but not at, in this form. I haven't had it like a beer before. No, I'm just intrigued by the fact mm. that I think it's partly like between my like what I'm seeing and what I'm expecting, yeah. because I'm expecting it to be heavier and it's much lighter than it looks like it should be. Yeah, you expect... It's kind of the same colour as an amber ale. Yeah. But it's not anywhere near as heavy. No, which makes it, I think, more drinkable because I struggle with like heavier beers. I'm not a big fan of the heavier beers, but... It, it's... Um, ales classic um, <coughs> lager profile, 5% as well. So it's not... Nice. It's not overly heavy. It looks like it should be heavier than 5%. Yeah. But it, no, it's quite, it's quite drinkable. I'm not sure it's my favourite, but it's definitely got an interesting flavour flavor profile. Yeah. It's got a good mouthfeel. It feels like kind of. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a sip so I can describe it as I as I think up the words. <laughs> <laughs> He's just started laughing. <laughs> Smooth, bready, almost creamy. It's got like a kind of weird creaminess. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think definitely quite, like, quite a, like a whole, whole grain sort of taste. It is really, really bready. Do you know, it, do you know what? Actually, out of all the beers that I've, I can kind of think of in my head just now, it probably tastes the most like that really hoppy smell that you get from breweries when you're out in a city that brews. Do you know what I mean? You know that yeah, smell, if you, the if brewing smell. you go to like a mass brewery and <coughs> you've got that kind of... You know when they're putting the malt in. It's like when you know in Edinburgh. It's a sort of that's a smell that I really associate with being in Edinburgh. Was when they were brewing, and you just get that like malty smell just everywhere. I just love it. I have it sometimes in Glasgow, but not. I guess much. I hang around breweries too much. I was at Drygate <laughs> the other day, so like, I could smell it. Home. Right. Um, are we going to try? Are we? Yeah, are we pairing? Some snacks. So I'm going to make a prediction. I think the nicest with this is going to be the bacon because it's mm. might add that smokiness. To the I'm hoppy graininess. I feel like it might be the same as kind of the salt and vinegar with the last beer of the day. Mm. So no, my prediction is def. I think the bacon crisp is going to go best with this because it's kind of like bacon butty sort of like the bready with the... Mm. We know that bread or toast and, and bacon, bacon goes yeah. really well together. Classic combination. So classic combination. Maybe not I'm how the Germans <laughs> imagined it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Right, I'm going for it. Let's just sit twice. That's a nice combo. Although, the one thing I would say is because the flavour is not as heavy with this one, because it's quite a subtle bread flavour, I wonder whether the bacon overwhelms it. I'm not getting as much bread through, I'm getting bacon through. I would say there's definitely 
a little more smokiness. It tastes more like a lager. I think the smokiness of the mm. the bacon crisps might. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it overwhelms it. Yeah, and that you don't get the the, the breadiness. It it's quite more, it's quite subtle. It tastes more like a regular lager now with that. Yeah. So I feel like the crisps have beaten the beer this time. I will stop being boring about crisps one day. I'm sorry. So I'm I'm going for uh. And I'll go for plain as well. I'll go for original yeah. as well. Quite like that. Brings it's kind of like breadiness. Bread, breadiness and readiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same train of thought there. We're on a wavelength. Great minds right. think alike. Salt and vinegar. See if salt and vinegar is the best with this one again. <laughs> I'm just gonna never <laughs> never eat any other crisps salt again. Vinegar. <laughs> if it wins two out of three, it's the best crisp out there. Salt and vinegar just the most versatile crisp. It's really interesting because it lifts the flavour. Like, I feel like it's accentuated all of it. I, I think, again, probably because the vinegar goes kind of sweet with the taste of the beer. I'm doing them the other way around. I'm doing beer before. I did beer before and after, but I'm just trying it just to make sure. <laughs> I think um, it's upsetting me how good the salt and vinegar Pringles are with everything. But I think personally, probably to bring out the flavour of the beer, same as the salt and vinegar did for the last one, I think the original bring out the flavour of the beer the best. I think but as do. a combination, it gives the you salt and vinegar readiness. And the but good. I think the salt and vinegar, it's kind of it makes the salt and vinegar smoother, so it's not as kind of. But again, that's but that's talking about how the beer affects the crisp flavour yeah. rather than the crisp accentuates the beer flavour. Which I guess is probably the point of what we're doing. <laughs> we should maybe rename this like whole podcast. Get a new okay, logo. Snacks app for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for snacks app. Does it quite have the same ring to it? Does it? Uh, no. I think the price of it is three pound eighty a bottle, so it's a couple of quid cheaper than the last one. I don't see. I really like it. I think it's an interesting beer to try. I don't think I'm massive, like a massive fan. Like it's a nice one to try and give it kind of a go, and it's quite unexpected. Like as I said before, the f- like look of it doesn't quite match the flavour of it. It's quite interesting, but I don't think I would go out of my way to drink it. Yeah, I, I, I do like it, but again, I'm not, I'm not sure I'd drink it again compared to the last one. There. If it, no, if it was, if it was a few yeah. options, and that was one of the options, I would happily drink it. It's quite drinkable, but I just don't think I'd pick it out as my first choice. Yeah. But again, it doesn't stand out. I don't no. think the bottle stands out enough. It just feels like, oh, you're going to get an old school, like, um, kind of Oktoberfest 100 years ago feel. Yeah. It's quite op- Oktoberfest. <laughs> it, it, does, it does feel and look traditionally. Mm. I'd have to see past the bottle a lot to buy it. I wonder whether maybe if they branded it differently, whether we'd have a different opinion of it. I think so. But I think this picture <laughs> just screams like. Can't be arsed to use the same picture for a hundred years. <laughs> Savagery. No, I think if it maybe because I'm not saying every beer, craft beer, whatever needs like a fancy like new modern packaging, but I would say for sure that I think that the packaging on this possibly lets it down. I mean, I I wonder how many Ger- uh, German a lot of German people probably drink this. I wonder how many Italian people drink this. I mean, I'd assume quite a few, given that the yeah. other language is Italian on the bottle. We also drink super tea, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. I love a super tea. See if I'm in I've never, I've never had super tea, tea, and I need to have it. They, see, I've, I've got like a love-hate relationship with tenants because I love it. It's reli- like it's so reliable, and it kind of tastes a bit metally, but I will still happily 
Except with a pint of tenants. I think it's very Glasgow, though. It's you, such you a Glasgow feel, thing. You feel like it's fresh everywhere you have it because it's like, oh, we're only a mile away from the brewery. Uh, yeah, I mean... There's, I just, something, there's something about it, though. It's just like, it's Glasgow. But the actual taste of the beer is like nothing. It kind of just tastes a bit metally. Like, it's not special, but it's just tenants. It's just a thing. I, I mean, feel like I'd be so lost though if I went like down south to England or something and I was in a pub where I didn't have tenants because I'd feel so at sea. I'd be like, what do I drink now? <laughs> what I do know, I pick? Places <laughs> that sell carling instead of tenants. Just I don't actually like carling. I, I can't stand it. It's best selling beer in England. Just wrong. Just wrong. And I feel like I'm qualified to say that because I'm technically half English. So. <laughs> I was born in England, so I'm allowed I mean, to say that <laughs> they're wrong. Carling's crap. <laughs> both worked in a bar where Carling was the... Oh, the beer of choice. Oh, yeah. God. But everybody went for Star of Pramen. I quite like Star of Pramen, to be fair. It beats Carling oh, it by a long ways. That's not very technical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the final beer, we have a choice. Or we could do both. I feel like we just do both. We do a bonus. Do you want me to get another couple of, couple of, couple of glasses? Yes, please. The beer we've got is made by the brewery Staggeringly Good, who, uh, to be honest, I've never heard of. Found a bit up themselves, don't they? My, my first experience of this. Um, the beer is called Pangean Split, and it is an IPA, but more than <coughs> that, it's a milkshake IPA. Is that supposed to be... So on the can, um, it's got... Is that supposed to be, like, the, the main land masses there? It kind of looks a little bit like that. Yeah, so okay. Pangea, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go back to the first bit, Oh, is That's it? Is it? So it's more moving. Yes. Because I was like, I was like, they definitely look like the land masses, but I, I hadn't turned the can, so you've got like the the changing. Because Pandia so was like the the, the, the one where we all together. Everybody was all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. Oh, that makes it the Pandian split. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Stupid Mary. When so I engage <laughs> my brain, I can actually understand <laughs> some things. <laughs> so this is described as a pineapple vegan milkshake IPA. More tropical than a pair of George Michael's Speedos. <laughs> There's a sexy sundowner in a can. Several hops add coconut to the pineapple fruit with oats and a touch of maltodextrin giving a creamy body to this juicy vegan smoothie. Let's crack this open. See what the haps are. I, From what I've had from um, milkshake IPAs, they always taste milkshake... Breakfast IPAs, they always taste more pineapple than anything else. So really? I like from the off that they're advertising it as pineapple because even companies that try to make a kind of vanilla milkshake... Doesn't work. With the hops they're using, the citra hop, often um, it comes out pineapple Because citra hops are, as you'd expect, citrusy. So what I would say already is you're pouring it, it kind of looks like the colour of pineapple juice. Oh, it smells very pineapple. Oh, I've got that got smell. Dip on my <laughs> I've just got a dip on my shirt. <laughs> so Mary's just coated herself in a layer dip for later. Just saying. Yeah, so it's kind of the colour and um, translucency of pineapple juice. Yeah, it's kind of similar to the first beer again. We get it a tropical smells, beer. And you it get smells a like a tropical it's IPA you, you get, sort of thing. There's like a, a note of creaminess as well. Yeah. It's it's definitely on the pineapple side of tropical. Oh, I've got like a lot of vanilla just kind of lingering after. But that's like a, a few seconds after I smelt it. That's a weird experience. Yeah, I know what you mean. Experience. I know what you mean. 
To be honest, that could just be an IPA. I'm disappointed. It doesn't need to be a milkshake. No, I don't. I'm not getting. I mean, I'm not getting any milkshakey vibes from that at all. I oh, I am now. <laughs> the aftertaste takes a while. Do you know what? I feel like because they've uh, tried to go vegan, they've missed out on the lactose, and lactose gives you an automatically really creamy mouthfeel, and then those flavors like a milkshake, and that's just not. It's not there. I'm just tasting this as a tropical IPA. I don't think I. I'm not getting milkshakey from it. I'm getting like smooth and creamy, but I'm not getting milkshake and I'm not really getting pineapple, actually. To be honest, it's just, it's tropical. It's like I said a second ago, like anytime I've had a a milkshake IPA, it's always been a lot of citra. So it's tasted like Mm. kind of pineapple-y. Whether it's creamy or not, it's not milkshake. Mm. Yeah, I'm not getting, I'm not getting milkshake Oh, wait, no, hold on. There, there's a little bit of an aftertaste of kind of, it feels like you've had a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like, I didn't get the experience of a milkshake, so. No, I think I'd be happy with a milkshake, to be honest. Which sounds a bit savage. But, no, it, the mouthfeel about five, ten seconds after you've drank it is smoother and like kind of that full mouthfeel. But, um... No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a milkshake. I wouldn't really call it pineapple-y either. It's not. I think you could have got away with so much like more kind of zesty pineapple-y sort of fruity. It's flavor. just a tropical IPA. It's just a tropical IPA. Yeah. And actually, if you compare the fruitiness of this one to the fruitiness of the first one, the first one I found much more enjoyable than this. This is just a bit meh. Mm. It's How also much? more expensive than the first one. It is. Oh, six seventy. Six pound seventy. So. Yeah, a pound and five pence more. I mean, it is it's one percent more. Like Half a uh, percent. Was, what was it? Six point. Was that one six point five? Six point five. Yeah, oh, I thought it was six. This is seven. Okay, so it's half a percent more, s- less volume. Was it? What was the last one? Was it five hundred? Five hundred. So this is probably so four forty. Four forty. Yeah. So, hmm. I don't think from this one experience that the brewery is staggeringly good. <laughs> I hate. I don't want to knock them, but they've got a bit of work to do. Uh, like yeah, I mean, I think it'd be worthwhile getting another of their from this one experience of their beer. I don't know if the if it kind of lives up to what it describes itself as. I, and I also I wouldn't pay six seventy for it. Well, I did. So <laughs> jokes on me. <laughs> jokes <laughs> on you. Um, Are we going to try a snack pairing with this? Uh, I think I'm going to pass. To be honest, like I think it will go well with salty. I think it's salt and vinegar again. <laughs> do we need to pair snacks Just with it? Default, default salt and vinegar. I feel like we've now set up a theme where we pair snacks with everything. But I need to get, I need to up my snack game though. More than Pringles and bacon crisps. It's interesting. That's a lot more salt and vinegary than the last time I had one. Just tastes like lager. It eliminates all taste from that. Does it makes it a bit, kind of strips it back a bit. Yep, just makes it taste like lager, not even anything fruity. It's not even like a lager though, because it's not even got that kind of smoothness, that drinkability that a lager does. I'm sorry, staggeringly good, but I'm going to need to get staggeringly better before <laughs> I pick up another one, especially at that price point though. Yeah. Honestly, I've had two beers that I thought were better. I don't want to knock them. No, they might I have just gra- think they might have great stuff. I this think is the first, for first what it is, it's overpriced. For this beer, 
I wouldn't charge as much for it because I don't think it's worth it. But mm. also, I don't know what the vegan beer scene is. I, I like so what they've gone for, and I like that they've accepted that it's going to be pineapple because most milkshake IPAs that I have are fairly tropical, like I've said, I think, three times now. Um, and going for a vegan option is good, but uh, missing the lactose, it just doesn't hit the right notes. Mm. And that's unfortunate. It had quite a lot of potential. All right with the bacon crisps. You do get some of the fruity flavours through. Got to try it now. I think there's definitely a stark contrast, again, between the packaging and what it's being sold as and the taste. I think they'd have more success if what we're drinking reflected what they're selling it as. And I, yeah. like, I like what you say, the tropical flavour. It does have a tropical flavour. It's fruity, but it's not really a, a milkshake-y. I, th I think vegan and milkshake are the two words that don't go together yeah. there. And you remove them and it goes pineapple IPA and you go... And I would do you say... Know what, I'd, I'd be more satisfied with it yeah. at a lower price point. But what you've tried to do, I think, isn't possible yet. Nobody's... I've not seen a... They've not cracked a milkshake, the code. A milkshake that's been vegan. Yeah. <coughs> but I have had good milkshake IPAs in my time. But they've all had lactose. So let's see what the public say about the Pangean split. <clears throat> so this is someone has put up. I'm going to be really upset if what's happened is Jihad has just put up the review that this guy's put up or whether there's a central review. Because <laughs> the, the description that it's been given by someone on this website is exactly the same as we read you earlier. Hazed yellow appearance, white head, strong pineapple nose, giving strong indications to the pineapple lead character to follow, and indeed it doesn't. Do, uh, indeed it doesn't. Indeed it does. Pleasant hazy textures, heavy on the pineapple, nicely sweet and juicy, good fruit beer. I feel like I would agree with most of that, but I think it's not what it says it is on the tin. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make a nod to the milkshake aspect of it, which it's clearly marketed as vegan yeah. milkshake. I, th I think vegan beer is good. Uh, drop the milkshake. Yeah, let's let's move on to the, the the big boy, the bad boy, the one that I'm most looking forward to. This is by a brewery called Eight Wired Brewing Co. Who are from Auckland in New Zealand? Okay, interesting. Um, not what I expected from this. So this is the flat white coffee milk stout, nitro coffee milk stout. But nitro's at the very bottom, so. What does what does nitro mean? Uh, nitro is a way of making a coffee. Have you ever seen a nitro coffee from Starbucks? It kind of it looks like a Guinness. It's a cold brew coffee, but it pours with a head because it's had nitrogen put through it and it comes through a tap. So it's a bit like a beer. Nitro coffee is really popular in the States and uh, in Australia and New Zealand, which I guess is probably why these guys have made it. Sounds like a gimmick to me. So uh, what they're saying about this beer is that it is a traditional milk stout taken up a notch by the addition of Cuban and Brazilian coffee. Freshly roasted coffee, so it's good quality um, New Zealand coffee. Um, yeah, and flat white is New Zealand's drink. I think New Zealand invented it. I, just, I like the fact that it was freshly roasted by our friends at C4 Coffee. I just quite like the fact that it's kind of already got a community feel. It does have Very a community nice. feel. Uh, in terms of the can, uh, 
I, I'm not sure how I feel about this. There's a lot of different elements going on here. Yeah, so the the eight wired brewery logo is kind of like a barbed wire cartoon sort of thing in a circle around the around the actual writing. It's got little coffee cups, branded coffee cups spread around the can with kind of like a and it is it's it's quite a kind of standard. You've got the band of colour around the middle and then you've got a little bit of white space at the top and bottom. And then the name of the beer written at the bottom. It's interesting. It, I, like it's quite striking, but again, I I say striking, but when you're faced with a wall of craft beers in a in a craft beer shop I'm not sure it would stand out just because they're all interesting and bright. Yeah. And I, like I like I like the sound of it having gone through everything that was on the website mm. and looking at them all, mainly because of the style of beer. Yeah, the color of the can. I it's kind of it's I beige. Pick it up. It's, 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 beige. It's, it's beige. It's literally it's, beige. Um, it's, it wouldn't stand out on a shelf. Although what I do like is I think it's kind of quite a big nod to the kind of cold brew canned coffee sort of thing mm. that's going on at the moment where you know tesco sainsbury's you have your cold brew can you've got the main body of dark kind of coffee colored brown but not coffee colored this is more beige than coffee but i've said beige too many times now beige 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 but it's kind of it is a nod to the cold brew coffee style can i think yeah. like you can see where it's coming from so we originally said we we're going to do three beers on the podcast, but this is a bonus, so you're welcome. Bonus round, because it's the first proper one we're doing properly. I'm very excited for this. Do you want to have a look at what the, the people have said about I it? I will look at the people's review. Ooh. That feels nitro coffee. Oh, it looks nitro really good. In my life. I'm actually really excited for this. Don't let me down, Auckland. <laughs> Eight wired, flat white coffee milk stout. Smells coffee. Like strong black coffee, which I guess is not really what's on the on the tin when it says flat white, but Oh, I'm getting a bit of milky. The more I smell it, I'm getting a little bit of milky. It, it feels flat white because it's definitely more coffee than it is milk. Yeah. Oh my god, that feels good. <laughs> that is good. That's good. I'm I'm fan. Five and a half percent. So added context, um I have never met someone that is as into their coffee as I am as Campbell. <laughs> I think it pretty much runs through our vein <laughs> as our first drink of choice. Yeah. Our vein, our singular vein. vein <laughs> between us. <laughs> Veins. Uh, joint vein. <laughs> We've been friends that long. <laughs> we just but yeah, I, this is really coffee-y. I, I really like it. It, it it just tastes like a strong cold brew with that little slight hoppy taste at the end. I would say it tastes more cold brew coffee than flat white coffee. So I would say I'm not sure if to me it tastes flat white. I'm also not sure how flat white a stout can taste because it's quite a heavy dark taste. But definitely getting coffee. And from what you've described of the nitro thing, the first pour was quite similar. So, yeah, I, d I think it definitely did feel like a nitro coffee, mm. and that it's kind of like amped me up. It feels caffeine. It feels really caffeinated. Does it actually have caffeine? I mean, if it's using coffee in it, it might. It's using have two kinds of coffee, so. <laughs> I think so. Heavy coffee. 
Okay, so this one actually comes with instructions on the back. Nitro, pour it like you mean it. Grab a pint-sized glass. Open the can. Tip upside down over the glass so we poured it wrong. Let the entire contents of the can pour hard into the glass. When you're sharing it, it, that's not really possible. That's not really possible, is it? Watch the cascade. Let the beer settle and enjoy a smooth coffee beer fix. I feel like I'm going way too close to that microphone, by the way, when I do that. It's fine, it's Honourably named after New Zealand's national style of barista coffee. Points to you. A title that has been wrestled away from freeze-dried instant coffee and made our country one of the best coffee nations in the world, in our own humble opinion. Water, malted barley, uh, hops, coffee, vanilla beans, lactose and yeast. Interesting. Mm. This feels like something you'd have with a fry up when you're hungover, you know, hair the dog smell. <laughs> yeah, actually, do you know, I've not yet found my beer of choice for when I'm hungover, but I think this might tick many boxes because it's probably it less aggressive on your yeah. stomach than a cup of black coffee, which is my normal go-to for any problem. <laughs> this Good is really nice. Um, just black coffee fixes everything. Okay, uh, so the price of the eight-wired flat white is £5.10 a can. Would you buy again? Yes. I think I absolutely would as well. I don't think I'd be able to have more than maybe two of these. I think just one. If you were hungover, though... Like with a fried breakfast, having one of these, like hair of the get dog back sort on of it. Thing. <laughs> get you'd back be, on it. <laughs> you'd be back but on it. It's only on weekends second. because we're very responsible. Yeah, it's a Saturday. So. Hypothetical Saturday after a wild Friday night. <laughs> I've never said it one posh in my life. <laughs> Please edit something. <laughs> At least we edited it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, I would. Would you buy that again? Do you think? Oh, 100%. 100%. I feel like that's it's maybe just that I'm feeling, but that's probably my favourite. It comes close to the the uh, senescence, though. So I think probably for drinkability, like if I was going to a pub and I saw the senescence, I would buy that. Mm. Or even if I was just buying it to drink at home, that's a really nice one to drink because it's really drinkable. You could have a couple, get very drunk very quickly, accidentally. It's one of those ones that you'll drink because it tastes nice. Yeah. And then three in, you'll be like, quite strong <laughs> oops um but taste wise it's like easy to drink it's crisp it's light it's not too heavy just a nice drinkable ipa or is it well, no, was it's it? a new england new IPA. england ipa yeah. yeah the milkshake one is actually the only one that we've both got some left of of the earlier ones i think it's probably the lowest on my list it's definitely the bottom of my list with the German one coming in just above the milkshake one. Mm, just because I think it got let down by the marketing again. Again, I like I think there's nothing wrong inherently with those two. I just think it's the way they've been branded that maybe lets them down. Because the, the taste, there's nothing offensive about the taste. It's just if you went, look, this is a dark lager. Yeah. And it's been brewed since 1780. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'm probably not going to buy it because it's not my style, but... You but, know but it tastes all right. It, it, it tastes good. Mm -hmm. tastes good. Yeah, exactly. But Actually, so does the pineapple, the Pangean split. But but again, I think it's more on like how it's been branded and what's, what's been... It, it's, not, it's, not, it's not what I expected. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, in a bad way. Like, not what I expected sometimes in craft beer can be absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I'll go, I'm, I'm not interested in that kind of style and then it'll be great. It'll be one of the best drinks I've ever had. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. far, few and far between... Mm. To, to get that sort of experience now the day I would 
definitely say I would be drinking the senescence. It would be a more kind of regular, if you're going to sit in the pub and you want yeah. a couple of drinks, you have that. This uh, flat white coffee. That's a bit of a dark horse for me because I wasn't sure if I'd drink that because, it, as I said, for me, I'm not a big stout kind of person. I'm not a like, darker beer kind of person. It's it's not as heavy as you expect it to be, though. Because you've got that really strong coffee flavour. Yeah. It's quite it's quite coffee. It's quite light. It's quite smooth. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like you were having... Light's maybe the wrong word. I don't think I'd call it light. It's lighter it's, than it's what you'd than you expect stout, uh, yeah. for, a, for a milk stout. I need to have another sip of it. I know, but we both just reached for the glass at the same time. It does feel like I'm having a coffee, though. Like, it could easily... Be a cold brew. You could you could sip on it. Mm-hmm. Or you could you could probably drink that quite quickly compared to the other one. definitely ones. drink it that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but I think between that and the day out, it's difficult to pick a, a winner. This has a place, and the place is less often. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, I think it's good. It's really good for what it's yeah. been branded as. Like, it's a really interesting, nice stout. I think for drinkability, like day to day, probably the the other one. I feel like the dia, dia. That's what they do. They do drinkable beer, mm. and it really excelled. They we started. We started and finished on a high. There we go. Look yeah. at that. Accidentally. I know. Completely. Yeah, imagine unplanned. we'd finished on. Well, that would have been really sad. <laughs> Although to be fair, we've not quite finished all of them. There's a little bit left in all of the bottles, so we would have been able to finish one. Yeah, so high. we're gonna go and uh, <laughs> probably finish them. Um, anyway, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're interested, if you have any suggestions of kind of where we should go next or any places we should come to, you run a bar, you make homebrew, uh, give me a shout on the website. That's www.thejerseymagpie.com forward slash taps aff. And uh, it's only right if we finish out with a good song. If you play what I think you're going to play. <laughs> you can get the bin. <laughs> so this song's been in my head all oh, morning. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> this song's been in my head all morning. but um, Just tune out now, it's safer. Uh, I don't think you should. Um, anyway, everyone. Sure of, but it's not just right.